Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available in America, Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. And in addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has a brand new look. Thousands of podcasts and articles still available on the website. Be sure to check that out and share on social media. Also check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Get some great deals on books and other great items and help support America Out Loud and conservative independent media. Got a lot to talk about tonight. A lot of different angles to take. Of course, we're coming up on the Iowa primary uh, going to see the direction uh, that happens. I think if Ron DeSantis is not able to uh, win Iowa, he's probably going to um, throw in the towel and endorse President Trump just because uh, he's put so much money, time, and energy into Iowa. If he loses that, it would be such a devastating blow. And with the way he's been polling, um, I don't know if he could recover. So it's going to be interesting to see what Iowa tells us. I think it's do or die for DeSantis. Um, I think Vivek might do a lot better than what people are claiming. He's visited every county in Iowa, not once, but twice. Uh, so he's definitely put in a lot of time and effort into Iowa as well. But of course, President Trump is the overwhelming favorite. It's supposed to be a cold night uh, for the caucuses. Some are saying up to negative 30 degrees in some areas in Iowa where they will be caucusing. So um it's interesting to see. I know President Trump supporters, they will wait out in the cold to support President Trump. So uh, I don't think that will be a big issue uh, for President Trump. As we see, states continue to try and take President Trump off the ballot. We've already heard about Maine and Colorado. The Supreme Court's going to hear uh, those cases. Another state recently, Illinois, a uh, petition was filed by five voters seeking to bar President Trump from the Illinois Republican primary election ballot in March, claiming he is ineligible to hold office because he encouraged and did little to stop the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. The petition, similar to those filed in more than a dozen other states, relies on the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which prohibits anyone from holding office who previously has taken an oath to defend the Constitution, and then later engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the country or given aid or comfort to its enemies. So here we see him continue to try and take President Trump off the ballots in these states. Uh, they obviously do not want to go up against President Trump. And uh, Rob, I don't know if you've noticed, but the attacks against Trump and his base have really been ramping up as these primaries are getting closer, uh, hoping maybe someone will beat him, I believe. But it's not going to make a difference. As we've seen, every indictment, the guy's poll numbers uh, continue to rise. So, uh, Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on what we're seeing, the continued attacks on President Trump? Uh, we saw Joe Biden's speech. Uh, we've seen uh, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley to come and take a lot more aggressive shots at him, which is expected closer to these primaries. But what do you make of this all? I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Uh, Andrew, we spoke about this on last night. 
about the ballot, about Joe Biden's uh, doom and gloom speech, how he's supposed to unite the country. He has done everything but that. We also spoke about the different states, or the one state first was Colorado, trying to bar him from uh, being on the ballot. Trump is not going to win Colorado, but so why would you want to bar him? And then we have Maine that's trying to do the same thing, and I think with Massachusetts. And then you mentioned Illinois is trying to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised by this at all. And the excuse that they're given is that Trump tried to commit an insurrection. No one has been charged with an insurrection. But the Democrats have just hung their hat on insurrection the same way they hung their hat on Russia collusion. And there was no Russia collusion. The Supreme Court has to take this up, and they should come back unanimously that this was wrong. And what the Secretary of State in Colorado is doing was wrong. She's acting out of malice. She's acting way over beyond her capacity to perform her job. And then the knucklehead, was it in Maine, who was saying that, who, who's a buddy of Joe Biden and Barack Obama, she was a delegate, I think, during the 2020 election for Joe Biden, that she feels as if though she has to do this because she has to save democracy. And their laws is such that anyone, any voter can come up and say that they want to challenge someone who's been on the ballot. Now, I find it interesting that this is all coming out now, that no one ever thought about this, because certainly... Had this been the case, Republicans would have thought of this during the 2020 election and challenged Joe Biden being on any of the ballots because he'd never campaigned. He never came out and told the American people who he was. But now they're finding these old laws, they're they're interpreting them themselves and saying, this is what we have to do because we have to save democracy. Then you have the fake news media that I've said needs to be shut down. They're coming out giving their explanation as to why democracy has to be saved. They're trying to put fear in the hearts of the voters. Now that we've learned that even Hispanics are looking the other way at Joe Biden, you have commentators who are now trying to appeal to the Hispanics. They have Hispanic commentators coming on saying, guys, you've you got to wake up. He's deceiving you. He's, he's fake. He's, he's telling a lie. They're bringing out Liz Cheney. They're rolling her back out again. And she's saying how we have to save democracy. Okay, Liz, if not Trump, then who? Because she's not saying who else to support. See, this is evident that these people don't care about the country. They don't care about you. They only, they're only concerned with the big establishment. That's it. As long as they can keep the money rolling. And we had a guest who came on about a year or so ago, Jeff Dornick. And he said that it's all about protecting the establishment. And that a lot of Republicans, they don't care who wins. They, want, they, they raise money off of saying they're coming after us. They're coming after us. And as Andrew and I've said and cautioned you guys, don't give money to the GOP, to the establishment, to this rent wind deal. Give directly to the candidate of your choosing. Because we don't know where our money is going. We don't know what Rona McDaniel is doing with the money. And now we're finding out that tomorrow, on Wednesday, they're going to have another debate. And it's not sponsored by the GOP, I'm hearing. It's sponsored by one of the networks, I think it's ABC, Disney. Why would the candidates even agree to go on there? Because you know you're not going to get a fair shake. 
and this is just what they want. It will be Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley going after each other. And I've got to admit, uh, Andrew, we both like Nikki Haley and her role as the ambassador. But now the news that's coming out about her, I'm having second reservations. Not that I didn't have reservations already because my reservations started when she started going against Trump and she was trying to be outspoken. Whatever he said, she wanted to say the opposite thing just to show that, hey, I can stand up to this man. And she did this when she was the uh, UN uh, secretary, ambassador, UN ambassador, I'm sorry. She did a lot of this and she said that she told Trump, it has to be hands off. If I take this, it has to be done my way. Granted, she was good. But see, this was a role for her. She was getting you all ready to see her in the capacity as a president. She's good. But now we see that she also loves to compromise. There's no integrity. There's no loyalty. And we saw that. When she came on on numerous occasions and attacked Trump, she attacked him for the South Carolina deal. She attacked him for Jan 6. I mean, Andrew, this just doesn't, this does not look good because we're now seeing the true Nikki Haley. And even by that said that she is the pick of the establishment. And that if you look at her closely, yeah, she has a good talk. But look at the people that are supporting her. They're all the people that want to keep the establishment in power. Although she claims that she's not, but I don't know, Andrew. Her is like a return to the Bush or Paul Ryan style of Republicans. Uh, she's Liz Cheney with dark hair. I mean, uh, I think she's a rhino. I think she's a warmonger. She wants to take us back to the, the uh, endless wars uh, and things that a lot of people were sick of. And that's why they turned to Trump in 2016 in the first place. <laughs> And um, I really think a lot of her uh, popularity might be being built up by the fake news media, because I don't know about you, Rob, but I don't know if I've ever met anyone or seen anyone on social media, maybe with a couple exceptions, that says uh, they are supporting Nikki Haley. It doesn't seem like she has much of a base, if any at all. Well, you're right. The media definitely wants her there. Because they feel as if though that they can manipulate her. And see, they see how she operates. They've probably gone and they've probably studied her. And it seems as if though she wants to please all people. And I get that. But you have to stand on principle at some point. Again, we go back to when she was the ambassador of the UN and she was outspoken. I mean, she told our adversaries, this is the way it is. The buck stops here. And I admired that. But then closer observation, when we look behind the scenes and we look at some of the things that she's done and some of the people that she has set up shop with and like the comments she made about China. Like, you know, I'm, on, I'm working for China now. They have so many jobs here. I get it. You want jobs to come to your state, but at the expense of our national security. And see, China knows that a lot of these politicians are going to bend over because they want the business which is what our corporations are doing, bending over just to get access to China's business. China has us over a hot pot, and they can very easily donk us under. And we should be concerned with it. And Trump, yes, give him credit. He has been talking about this for the past 30 years, even before he ran to office. Ran for office, he said, we've got to keep an eye on China. The China that Joe Biden said, well, we'll eat their lunch. 
the China that Bill Clinton and Joe Biden said, we need a strong China. Well, now we got it and look at what they're doing to us. Look at how they're manipulating us. And folks, you can't forget this currency that China, Venezuela, and Russia are creating. We can't forget it. Bricks. We cannot forget it. No one is talking about it now. But we cannot forget what they're trying to do, trying to compete with us. So while we have these secretaries of state in these different uh, principalities going in, trying to kick Trump off the ballot, you have to ask yourself, why are they doing this when they see that our country, there is a threat to our country? Why are they trying to kick the man off who wants to fight for the country in favor of Joe Biden? They're doing it because they know that Joe is a weak candidate. They want to take away the vote from you. They do not want you to be able to vote. Because again, if they felt that Trump was going to be beaten, and I said this before on last night's show, then put it to the test, allow them to beat him so badly that he would be embarrassed, which is what you guys are always saying. But they're not going to do it because they're afraid that it might be a repeat of Ronald Reagan, I think, in 1984, when he beat Walter Mondale in every state. And then when it came time for his home state to save face, Ronald Reagan told the people, shut the polls, stop it so that he could win in his home state. But had it not been for that, he wouldn't have won a single state. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen this election cycle. Because the Democrats need to be defeated, I mean, resoundly. They need to be embarrassed. They need to be defeated. And as I said before, the Supreme Court should come out unanimously and say, nope, Colorado, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. But let's see if Sonia Sotomayor is going to do it. Let's see if she is going to stick with the script. Let's see if she is going to say, nope, we're not going to do this. We have got to abide by the law. Or will she cave? Will she be afraid of the Democrats and say, oh, no, I've got to go with them? Let's see if Katanji Brown Jackson, let's see what she's made up. Let's see if they're going to stand up for the Constitution, or give in to the woke mob, because there is no in-between. It doesn't take a rocket scientist, it doesn't take a seasoned lawyer to decide this. You look at the Constitution, you look at what it was saying, and you can clearly render a decision that, no, they got it wrong, you guys got it wrong. What you're applying, what you're trying to extend and say, well, the Constitution said insurrection, it wasn't meant for the president. We need the justices to stand together in unison. I know that they're afraid because we know that Merrick Garland will not protect them. He'll protect everyone else, but he will not to protect our Supreme Court justices because he doesn't care. He wants them to be afraid because he's not on the court, because he feels as if though he should be on the court, that he was denied an opportunity to be on the court. Back in 2016, he felt as though he was denied by the Republicans because Barack Obama put his name up and then Mitch McConnell said, we're not going to do it. And it has been an, a known fact that when you're in a presidential season, you do not nominate anyone for the Supreme Court because you know that they're not going to get a hearing. 
So why would Barack Obama do it? I'll tell you why he did it, because he wanted to cause more division, which is what he has done. Now, fast forward, Merrick Garland is on the court. He's now head of the Department of Justice. And you would think that he would be mad at Joe Biden for not nominating him as opposed to Katanya Brown Jackson. But Biden told him, I'm going to put a black woman on the court. So why isn't he mad at Biden? You see how the contradiction, and we spoke about this the other night, how they contradict themselves at every point. And they want you to think that, oh, it's nothing. It's okay. It, it's okay. No, it isn't okay. What we see that's happening, how they have weaponized our justice system, and now they want to take it to the Supreme Court and do the exact same thing. It just doesn't make any sense. It has to stop. And we have to be strong enough and big enough to call this out. So again, the Supreme Court must, they must render a decision that is uniform and say we stand together and we're going to knock this down. There is no other way, Andrew. Yeah, well said. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. You can uh, find us on Amazon Alexa. Just say, uh, look up America Out Loud. The show pops right up. So many ways. Find us in your car on iHeartRadio. Just so many ways you can tune into the show. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andy. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out americaoutloud.shop, look for ASEA Cell Signaling Molecules Liquid Supplement, and check out Nurse Michelle's recent favorite ASEA product, Renew 28 Revitalizing Redox Gel, because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when I broke my hip. Give it a try for your aches and pains and let Nurses Out Loud hear how your health has improved. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. So, Andrew, just to recap 
what we were talking about during the first block about these states that are trying to remove Trump from the ballot. And they're doing it because they know that Joe can't win on the merit. That is a reason why last week Joe gave that doom and gloom speech about protecting democracy, a speech that he was supposed to have given over the weekend, but he felt that, oh, I better give it now because there's going to be a storm and I want to make certain that people hear this doom and gloom speech. And like clockwork, as we said last night, we had all these people in the media going on, jumping on, saying it was the best speech ever and that people got to be wary of Trump because he's going to stop democracy. But I will submit to you, what democracy has he tried to stop compared to Joe Biden? weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, weaponizing the IRS, sending them after our schools, sending them after private citizens, sending them after religious organizations. Meanwhile, they're propping up radical Islam. The Democrat Party is not the Democrat Party of your parents or grandparents. It has become radicalized. And it's not, they're not trying to hide it. They're openly doing it. And that is the reason why so many of our other institutions are suffering. You look at the military. They're down as far as recruitment. Way down. Now, this is one of those quietest is kept. They mentioned it at one point. But who would want to go to a woke military whereby you have men dressing like women? Now, you don't see it the other way around. You don't see women trying to dress like men and give all these little advertisements and shoot these campaigns and say, oh, come on, join here, because I'm a lesbian. we got the lesbian committee. But you do see the opposite of men in drag. And why did you have women in drag? Why is it always men? And people don't even see this. I saw the other day, Andrew, there was a, uh, what was it? Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, there's a clip that's going around of a black minister who's saying that Tyler Perry achieved what RuPaul could not achieve in getting the American people, mainly black people, to accept drag. And I thought, wow, he's so right. Now, I never liked, I never watched RuPaul's drag race. I never thought it was interesting. I always thought that there was, it was, there was something sinister about it. And now we see what it is. And there's so many people, Andrew, men, that like watching it. And they don't realize that they're being indoctrinated. You're accepting this lifestyle. And they got you thinking that, oh, it's okay. It's funny. Oh, it's a great show. No, this is by design. They're getting you to accept this. They're getting you to accept this into everyday life. And then when you look around you, that's the reason why they're pushing it in our schools. They want these drag queens to go and read books to our kids. It's all about the acceptance. And you are thinking, well, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It is, and they have done it so cleverly. And this black minister was so point on when he said that Tyler Perry has succeeded. I thought, wow, I don't even like watching men in dresses anymore. I don't care if it's comedy. I don't like it because I know that there is a design behind it. There's something behind that. And as I said, you look at our military, suffering. No one wants to go into recruitment. No one wants to be recruited. But if we were to go to war... As sad as it is, it would be the good old boys from the South who would take up arms and get ready to fight. The men that Lloyd Austin and Mark Miley are sending a threat to society, they're calling them rednecks.
but they would be the ones who would take up arms. Do you think a drag queen is going to take up arms? Absolutely not. Do you think the drag queens that are in the army are going to take up arms? Absolutely not. The only reason why they're there is to get someone to pay for their sex change operation. Let's just be honest about it. And it's always men, always the men. You don't hear the stories about the women. It's the men. Remember Mark Molly said, I want to know about uh, white fragility or white uh, anger, and I'm a white man. He should have been relieved of his duties right then and there. Lord Austin, promoting the same thing at, at the Department of, uh, De Department of Defense. Lord Austin, who, by the way, is missing in action, has been missing in action for a week, and now we're finding out that he was in the hospital, suffering from complications from an elected surgery. And when they say elected, meaning that you didn't have to have it, but if you want to have it, you can't. It's not nothing that wasn't like life-threatening. So he decided to have this surgery, and apparently there were complications. Now, Andrew, the only thing I want to ask, and I think it's a fair ask, was he having gender-reaffirming surgery? I think that's a fair question, Andrew. Do you not think so? I think it's a fair question, and I think we should know. <laughs> I think we need to know if he's going to come out in a dress and heels. Was Lord Austin having gender-reaffirming surgery? is the reason why he didn't want anyone to know about it. No, I don't want you people coming up saying, oh, well, HIPAA laws, and we can't disclose HIPAA laws. Oh, yes, we can. He works for us. We're paying his salary. We need to know what's going on. The same thing with Joe Biden. Why hasn't he released his medical records? When he gave his speech the other day, that Thursday, did you all not find it interesting how Jill Biden had to lead him from the stage because he was looking lost? Th this is like playing out on... On the global stage, this man cannot leave the stage by himself. He gets to the microphone. He looks like an angry old white man. And, you know, a lot of people, when they get old, they get kind of cantankerous. And that's how Joe Biden looked. That's how he presented his speech about the threat of democracy. But, of course, the media is going to say, oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Oh, he was on point. No, he looked like an angry white man, an angry old white man with white privilege. You see, they won't call it out, but I'm going to call it out here on After Dark with Robin Andrew on the AmericaOutloud.news platform. We're going to call it out because we're doing the job of real journalism, what they should do, but they won't do. So back to Lloyd Austin. Why was he missing in action? I don't even think Joe Biden knew about it, Andrew. It was quiet as it was kept. And he went to Walter Reed Hospital. Hey, isn't, don't you guys not find it interesting that no one leaked out what was happening? No, I'm sure the Washington Post, someone at the Washington Post, the New York Times, Maggie Haberman, who seems to get all the, the scoops, I'm sure they knew about it. But it was one of those quiet as it was kept. We're not going to say anything. Don't say anything. He's going to go in for the surgery. He's going to come out. And then once they realized that there was complications, oh, what do we do? Do we say something? No. Let's keep it quiet. Let's keep it under wraps until it's all said and done. And now they're trying to release certain pieces of information. Congress should call him, be, should call him up to testify. Where were you? What if war had broke out? Where, who was going to take over? Who was second in command? Why didn't Biden know about this? Why didn't Jean Karine Pierre know about it? Well, we know that she was too busy trying to fight with John Kirby. As to who's on first, and we spoke about this the other night. 
the two of them, they're fighting each other because she wants to be the main dog. She doesn't want him. So she's going to tell everybody, oh, they're after the black woman. It's the same when they went after Claudine Gay. They're after me now. They want to get rid of me. And that's not fair. Well, baby doll, look at who's doing it. Your own party, the Democrats. They're the ones that are coming after you. And as we said in one of our shows, Andrew, they eat their own. So there they're coming after you. Diversity and ha- uh, equity is a joke. It's a joke, plain and simple. And you thought you had your little cushiony job? No, it was a joke. You were put there as a token. And now everyone sees that you're horrible. Now they want to bring in the big dogs, people who make sense, people who understand what they're doing. And that's John Kirby. Oh, but she can't have any of that. Oh, she doesn't want that at all. So it should come as no surprise that she didn't know what was happening with Lloyd Austin because she was too busy fighting with John Kirby. She's too busy trying to keep everyone focused on Colorado, Illinois, and Maine, keeping Trump off the ballot. She's too busy trying to make certain that, oh, well, no, they're doing what they should have done because it wasn't insurrection on Jan 6. She's too busy trying to celebrate Jan 6 as opposed to keeping the American public apprised as to one of our top officials missing in action. And, And have we seen him? Do we know if he's living or dead? Or is it B that he's going to come out, Andrew, in a skirt and pumps and lipstick? Because I'm sure that they would pay for it because he's already said that we're going to pay for uh, troops having an abortion and the military. Now, go figure. Our military is going to pay to kill babies. And they're thinking nothing of it. He didn't stumble when he said it. He said, yeah, we're going to pay for it. Why not? Like, are you serious? Even Chelsea Clinton was given the high five, but oh yeah, women need to do their careers, and sometimes a baby gets in the way if they get pregnant. Wait, is this America? You're saying that this woman got pregnant, she can't have her career, so abort the baby. I mean, it's getting in the way. We, we can't have this. What is this? What have we become? We're just tearing down America, tearing down our principles and our morals, because I need to be at the top. I'm, I'm the, I, I need to make certain that my career, okay, you get your career, and now you have these same women, Andrew, that are complaining. Where are the men? And I can't believe I can't find a husband. Oh, and I want a baby. And these same women are going in and paying men for their sperm so they can have a child of their own. I just feel, I feel the need to be a mom. I need to be a, a, a somebody's mom. I need to, someone to call me mommy. Bringing in more children into society without a father, without a father being present because they think this is okay. This is the way to do it because I spent my time trying to climb up the corporate ladder and while I was trying to climb it up the corporate ladder, I was creating all kinds of chaos Look at Jean Karine Pierre. Look at Claudine Gay, uh, Claudine Gay. Complete chaos. But if you get pregnant and you don't want to have it, and if you're in the military, Lord Austin said, don't you worry because I'm going to help you take care of it. So where is he now? What if someone was up against a crisis and they said, hey, who's going to pay for this? We need to reach out to him. He needs to make certain that money comes our way. Oh, we don't know. He's not there. He's not at his desk. He can't be vacationing. 
Well, I take it back. Even when he's at his desk, he's not really at his desk because he's keeping creating more chaos and havoc. So I would like to say it was a good thing that he wasn't there, but at the same time, we should have known. I don't want to hear about the HIPAA laws like I told you. He worked for us. We need to know what's going on. So don't at all be surprised, Andrew, if he comes out with lipstick, a skirt, and pumps. Let me see. His name is Lloyd. So what would he call himself? Laura? A Lord, Lordette? I think this could seriously be the case, that he could have been having gender reaffirming surgery. Is he married? I don't know. This could be the case that he's having gender reaffirming surgery. And no, I'm not trying to spread a rumor. I'm being practical. Because this is how the Democrats think. You go away one thing, you come back another. Look at Richard Levin. He's serving in Biden's administration wearing a dress, telling different senators, oh, come to my office and I'll explain to you gender reaffirming surgery. No, you don't have to. We're looking at the chromosomes. XX, you're a woman. XY, you're a man. You can't change that up. Now, you can think whatever you want to think. You can believe whatever you want to believe. I think the state of Michigan, they're now saying that judges have to refer to people as use the pronoun that they want. And do you guys find it crazy people put on their uh, emails, he, she, pronouns, he, she. It's the same way, Andrew, back in the 90s when people were wearing, wearing the red ribbon. Do you remember that? People would walk around wearing, wearing the red ribbon to signify, I support people who are dying of AIDS. I support it. Did you find that kind of weird? Yes, for sure. I mean, at one point, I put it on and I thought, this is kind of corny. It makes no sense. I see, now they have everyone doing the same thing with he, she. I refer to he, she. Educated people are falling for this. As I mentioned, you have these doctors who've been brainwashed and saying, oh yeah, you can be whatever you want to be. You know, you're, you can be a he, she, and before long, we're going to get to the, the, what is it, the furries? Even my boys that are 10 years old, they were asking me, uh, my nephew, my son, do you know what a furry is? I'm like, what? Now, you had schooled me on it, Andrew. We had a, one of our shows, you had talked to me about the furries. And I thought, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to say, let me see what they're going to say. And I'm like, no, I'm like, is a furry? I'm like, is this just a, a creature? No. They said, it's a person who identifies as being a, a dog. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? I mean, I wanted to laugh. I'm like, they're 10. How do they know about this? And I'm like, who told you guys about this? Oh, we see it on YouTube. <laughs> and, and people talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God, the indoctrination is real. They're pushing this stuff. And I promptly told them, people who identify as it, they're ill. They're sick. They have a mental issue. And then my son goes, oh, but it is real. I'm like, it is not. He's like, what about the people who dress up like that for Halloween? I'm like, that's dress up, Halloween. I make it's make believe the same way these people who think that they're dogs is make believe they have a mental issue, and and why can't we say that? Because they're always talking about mental illness and it's okay. We need to stop. We need to bring it out of the dark and tell people it's okay to say you have a mental illness. But Andrew, maybe that's it. Maybe Lord Austin was having had a mental breakdown. Maybe he had a lobotomy. I don't know. I mean, because he they said it was elective surgery, so it can't, it couldn't have been that. A uh, mental situation, unless, like I said, he's going to come back as Lordette or Laura. We need to look into that. Because even if he comes back tomorrow wearing a suit, a pants, we don't know what's going on behind the scene. We don't know if he's taking hormones. 
And then by the end of his term serving, he could very easily be Laura or Claudette, a Lordette. We really need to look at that. Was Lloyd Austin having gender reaffirming surgery? Hmm. That is that that that's one of those things that makes you go, hmm. Because it is possible for him not to want anyone to know about it. And everyone's been focusing on uh, the states that are trying to remove Trump from the ballot. Now, think about it. We're just all into it. And like we said, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear the case in Colorado. But quiet as it's kept, Lloyd Austin. Wow, that would, that would be a shocker, Andrew, if he comes out and says that he is a trans. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. This could this could be why he didn't want anyone to know about it. And he's just going to surprise us and say, "Oh, uh, and 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 I say he's going to surprise us." And you remember, you can't say anything about it. You can't question him if he comes out in pumps and a skirt. You can't say anything about it. You just have to say, "Oh, okay." And then you have to refer to him as the gender that he wants to be referred to as. And folks, this is all happening under Joe Biden. And you mean to tell me you want more of this? If he gets elected, we're going to have more of this on steroids. People changing their genders, and they're only doing it for attention. We don't know the side effects of this. We had a gentleman who come on who came on our show, and he said that it's dangerous. And that we shouldn't be allowing this. But yet still, the woke, they're thinking that, oh, this is okay. We can have all these genders. So, Andrew, I, hey, folks, stay tuned. He's going to be coming out soon. And we need to know if our Secretary of Defense is trans. We need to know if he went in to have the surgery with taxpayer money, of course. And as I submitted to you on last night's show, if they can do that, then I should be able to go in and have wrinkles removed from my face when they start to come in. I should be able to go in and say, hey, I want the wrinkles removed from my face and I, I, want, I want a whole complete body makeover. I want to look like I'm 16 years old again and I want the government to pay for it because mentally seeing that I'm growing old is impacting me and I can't deal with it. What do you say, Andrew, as we go to break? Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, I guess we'll see you as Mr. Austin. We've seen the indoctrination Across our country, of course, that mentally ill school shooter in Iowa. Uh, it's just a sad, scary situation out there. Uh, demonic, what the Democrats are teaching the youth. And uh, this is what we're up against, folks. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You know, I used to have problems getting up and getting my day started, but I just took some of that immune super boost and I feel so much better. You can find it over at HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD. Also, head on over to AmericaOutloud.shop. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. (laughs) 
changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. And you know, Rob, primary season is always a tough season. Uh, I hate how so many politicians who previously uh, ride another politician's coattails, like President Trump, for example, they ride his coattails to get elected. But once it's convenient to jump off the bandwagon and support someone else, they do, which is fine. I mean, if you want to support, you can support whoever you want to support, but don't go turn around and take cheap shots at the guy uh, for things that you weren't even calling for at the time. Like Rep. Thomas Massey uh, tweeted out on January 7, 2024, today is the third anniversary of the day Trump should have pardoned all nonviolent January 6 protesters. I responded back to Massey and said, I want to see the receipts of you calling for Trump to pardon the January 6th protesters on January 7th, 2021. I mean, if it was so obvious to pardon them, you had to have tweeted, went on the news, or used another avenue to push for it. No receipts? And that's basically what I told Mr. Massey, which is so true. I mean, all these people are saying Trump should have pardoned all these nonviolent January 6th criminals uh, the following day after January 6th before they were even charged, like he would have had the foresight to do this. And the thing is, none of these people who are criticizing Trump for it were even calling for it at the time. In fact, uh, you look at Ron DeSantis and he tweeted throwing the January 6th protesters under the bus the following day. Uh, Thomas Massey tweeted that he's glad he's allowed to carry a gun at work because uh, he felt like he was in fear. I mean, these people weren't coming out and saying that 
that the January 6th protesters should be pardoned at the time. So they are just full of it to try and hold President Trump to that standard. It is just weak, weak, weak. And uh, Chip Roy and Thomas Massey have really hurt their reputation out campaigning for Ron DeSantis, which is fine. But the shots they've taken at President Trump, I don't know if you've seen the video, Rob, but Chip Roy uh, went on that Steve Deese's show and called Trump supporters a bunch of effers. I mean, come on, guys. This is just out of hand and ridiculous. And what are they going to do after the Iowa caucus when it looks like um, Ron DeSantis is going to lose after spending months in Iowa, millions of dollars, stopping in every county? Uh, And he's really going to have no path to victory if he can't even win Iowa after spending all those resources. Uh, And then they're going to have to get behind Donald Trump and uh, ride his coattails once again uh, when they're up for re-election. I don't know, Rob. It's just real frustrating to see these uh, Republicans just turn on Trump in such a whim. Well, I agree with everything that you're saying, and I don't think they're necessarily turning on Trump. I don't think that they ever really completely supported him. As you mentioned, they were just riding his coattails, riding his coattails to victory. Now, Chip uh, Thomas Massey is doing what a lot of other Republicans are doing right now, sitting on the sidelines, watching these states try to remove Trump from the ballot. And many of them want it to happen. Many of them are hoping that these states are successful. They're not going to say anything about it. You would think that every Republican would be out lockstep and say, this is wrong. This should not be happening. Ron DeSantis has said it. Nikki Haley had said it. But the folks that are currently on the Hill, they should all come out, standing in unison, Give a press conference and say, this is wrong. This is how democracy dies in the dark. This is the threat to democracy. They should all come out and see it. But see, they won't do it. But if the tables were turned, all Democrats would come out and see it, regardless as to who the candidate is, because they want to demonize the opposition. Republicans, they get all these layups, ways to stick together, but they refuse to do it. You mentioned Chip Roy. I mean, he is one of the biggest defectors. He will come out every time Trump does something. Oh, no, 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 no. No, he doesn't know. No, 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 no. Like you said, he's attacking Trump supporters. Why would you do it? If you feel that way, keep it to yourself because you're not going to get any brownie points. You're not going to win the argument. But what you will win is you will show that the party isn't unified. So you don't have to like Trump. You can support Ron DeSantis all you want to. Do it. That's your right. But to try to come out and attack Trump so viciously, you know Trump is going to come back and attack you viciously. As he said, vote for anyone but Chip Roy. It's like, come on. I mean, we've got to get it together at some point. Yeah. Usually someone... Usually we get someone drop drop out after Iowa before we move on. Uh, do you think Ron DeSantis or anyone else will drop out of Iowa uh, after uh, the results? Uh, Chris Christie, maybe, if he does abysmal like we're all expecting? Well, they're saying, I mean, and I know you brought this up on the first block of the show, and I was going to comment on it about Ron DeSantis. If, is he going to drop out if he has a poor showing in Iowa uh, and definitely in New Hampshire? And it all depends. I think that whoever is advising him will probably tell him, remember, uh, Ted Cruz won, was it Iowa or New Hampshire? And he stayed in. I think that the establishment wants him in so bad, Andrew, you're about to say? 
Uh, I was just going to say, I think you're right. I think Ted Cruz won Iowa. In fact, Pete Buttigieg won Iowa. Uh -huh. uh, the last several win winners of Iowa. I think Rick Santorum won Iowa. Uh, the last several winners of Iowa have not won the election. Right. And I find it interesting that when when Trump didn't win Iowa, they were saying, oh, well, he this is a threat. And he he's better start looking at his numbers because this doesn't look good. But when the candidate... The other candidate does win, they'll say, oh, don't pay attention to Iowa. Let's just move on. Iowa doesn't count. It's like, wait a minute. It does count. Oh, it's just a caucus. It doesn't count. <laughs> you guys like to mix and choose to your favorite. But I wanted to comment also on Thomas Massey and your response to him and him saying the anniversary of Jan 6. Folks, why do you guys keep trying to make that such a relevant date? And by him saying that, it shows you that he's part of the establishment. Now, to his point, with them saying that Trump should have pardoned all of those people who were charged, like you said. How was he to know that they were going to be charged? In, in my opinion, it wasn't the finest moment, but I will stand by it was a silly college boy prank that was instigated on by the FBI. Do not doubt me when I say it. It was instigated by the FBI. Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Browser knew to have the National Guards there to protect the Capitol, but they didn't do it because they knew that the FBI was going to instigate this on. We had the Capitol Hill police who said that they received a directive that they needed more manpower. But the chief at the time, who was a black woman, probably a diversity hire, refused to honor it. Where is she now? She's somewhere hiding, hoping that the truth doesn't come out. And we need the truth to come out. You know, and, and I want to say have a hearing, but I get tired of the hearings because they go about it in a roundabout way. They'll ask this question that it takes forever to just get to the point. And my thing would be, what did you know? When did you know it? I got the memo right here. You lie. Sergeant at arms, arrest her for contempt of Congress. That's the only way these people will wake up. Because they don't understand anything but force, just like our foreign adversaries. They don't understand anything but force. And when you're shooting it to them and you're not pussyfooting around with it with, well, mm, ah, him and hot. No, you got to cut through all the bull. And you just got to say, here is a transcript. This is what you were told. Why didn't you act upon it? Well, I didn't get it. You didn't get it, but that's your job. Were you out missing in action the same way Lord Austin has been missing in action for a week and no one knew about it? Which one is it? And if you can't tell the truth, when we have the truth right here, the sergeant at arms will be coming here to arrest you and put you downstairs in the gulags for a couple of days. So the, the choice is yours. We've got to get strong with these people. But going back to Massey, as I said, why hasn't he been out right now saying that what's happening to the folks that were arrested is wrong? That they're, they're being treated differently. They're in jail. Some of them aren't allowed to get haircuts. They're not allowed to take their medication. They're not allowed to see the attorneys on a regular basis. They're not allowed to come out. They're kept in solitary confinement. Why is he out speaking about this? Why is he out saying this is wrong? This is something that Russia would do. But as Putin has said recently, the United States is trying to tell us how to do our elections when you have the man in office right now trying to arrest his possibly chief rivalry. I mean, and the media said nothing about it. They just danced right over it. But if Putin were to right. say, oh, Trump, I like Trump. Oh, it's collusion. You see that? He said he likes Trump. 
just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It Putin has come out and has called Biden out, and the media has said nothing, Andrew. You're right. And to keep harping on Thomas Massey, I'm not too impressed with his voting record as of late. This is the same guy who voted against fining Adam Schiff for pushing the Russia collusion delusion. This is the same guy who voted against censoring Rashida Tlaib. Uh, he's got a very weak record as of late. And this is a guy that's calling out President Trump for not pardoning protesters after January 6th. I mean, this guy can't even stand up and vote against censoring Rashida Tlaib. He could not even um, imagine the kind of pressure that President Trump was under at that point in time. Uh, and he certainly couldn't handle it based on what we've seen from him in the past. Of course he can handle it. Half of these people couldn't handle the pressure that Trump is under. But they want to keep adding more and more pressure. Let's just see what, what is he made of. Let's see if he's going to explode. Let's see if he's going to just blow up. These people are such establishment folks, it's not even funny. Like I said, you would think that they would come out in unison. In unison. And say, wait a minute. Why are they trying to take Trump off the ballot? That's democracy right now, right there that they're trying to steal. They're trying to destroy democracy by taking him off the ballot. They're trying to suppress the vote. They don't want people to vote. Black people, they don't want you to vote. But none of them will say it. They'll look the other way. Why aren't they out saying, wait a minute, where was Lloyd Austin? We should have known that he was having surgery. We should have known that he's been missing in action for a week. And then this drip, drip, drip of information. No, this is unacceptable. We want the whole truth. But they won't do it. But by gosh, when it's time to attack Trump, they will all, let me sit out this tweet. Let me just say this about Trump. And let me say this and let me say that. Oh, and Trump and his supporters. Oh, my God. Why would you say something about Joe Biden attacking Trump supporters? And not just Trump supporters, but Republican supporters. That's the reason why so many people are devoted to Trump, because they know that he will bring America back. And people are tired. They're tired. Joe Biden sold them a bill of goods that was a lie. Well, not Joe Biden didn't really do it. It was the media and big tech. A bill of goods, a false bill of goods. And now people are looking at it and they're saying, oh, my gosh. I mean, I never fell for it. <laughs> I never fell for it. I knew that Joe wasn't horrible. I knew he was horrible. I knew he wasn't going to do anything great but destroy us, take us down a path of destruction, of embarrassment, bringing us to our knees, look at the borders that is completely open. Why don't all these Republicans give a press conference every day and talk about it? Oh, they can't do that. But those are three things that they could do. Call out these states that are trying to remove Trump from the ballot. Call out Joe Biden and his hateful speech, whereby he looked like he was a deranged old white privileged man who, once he was done, had to be led off stage by his wife. Call him out with his health and say, we demand to know what's going on. And folks, please stop saying, please stop saying, if we do it to them, they're going to do it to us because they're already doing it to us two times over. Please stop it. So why would they call him out? Call him out about the border. Stand together in unison and definitely say, where the heck was Lloyd Austin? 
Was he having gender reaffirming surgery? But see, they won't do that, Andrew. They want to busy themselves attacking Trump. Why? Okay, you want Ron DeSantis, who's down in the polls in Iowa, who probably won't win Iowa, probably won't win New Hampshire. But you know, you never know because people could, there could be a surprise. I mean, we could very easily wake up and then someone else wins over Trump. That can happen because voters can be fickled. But at this juncture, it seems as though Trump will win. But why won't these other people call out these other individuals that are causing harm to the party? I mean, that little tweet that he sent out, he could have just as easily, Andrew, just said, uh, where was Lord Austin? Was he having gender reaffirming surgery on taxpayer dime? And why are these states trying to keep Trump off the ballot? If Trump is so bad, why don't you just let the people decide? They yeah, won't do it. Why are they campaigning in Iowa for candidate that has no chance of winning instead of being in Washington, D.C. fighting for border security? So many questions about what these congressmen are doing and where their priorities are at. Well, I'll say this. In Congress fighting for border security, or definitely there, saying that we need to see Joe Biden's medical records. And why is it that Joe Biden is always taking these vacations? And then when you have them coming out saying, well, we don't have evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Give me a break. They didn't have evidence about Trump yet. Still, they marched him and they impeached him. They marched it right up to impeachment. But see, they played nice with the, with the, with the Democrats. Whereas the Democrats aren't playing nice with us. They're showing us, look, we're going to take your head off. Even if we have to rip it off, we're going to take that head off. So many questions to be asked, but no one wants to ask it. We just want to sit by. And as uh, Jeff Dornick said, we want to be the victim because we know that we can fundraise off of it. I bet you anything, Chip Roy has raised so much money, probably from the Koch brothers, being against Trump. And, and something else I want to mention, and we'll probably talk about this in one of our other shows, because I know we're up against the time. Why is it that no one has still yet to call out George Soros for supplying money to radical groups like Hamas. I'll just put that out there, Andrew. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, it's the questions to be asked. Uh, great show tonight, Rob. We just covered a ton of topics. We hope you all enjoy it. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. John to America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream, or go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.